What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. And today I've got some story times for y'all that have been sent into me that are just absolutely bonkers. The first one is about this girl this dude was dating stealing his laptop and like thinking he wasn't gonna figure it out. Huh, I wonder if it was the only person I had over this week that took my laptop. Oh, yep, she has my laptop. The power of deduction, my good Watson. Anyways, uh, I thought you guys would find it entertaining, so that's what we're gonna be doing. Be sure to press the like button or no joke, no scam, your mom's a hoe, and without further ado, let's go. Alright, so before we get into this, I just gotta make it clear, cause we're in 2022 and the internet's gotten bizarre. I don't think every girl's gonna, like, steal laptops, alright? This is a specific story about a specific person. Don't take it and generalize, cause that's just weird. Well, I heard a story time about a skateboarder that, uh, lo really loved math, so all skaters must love math, right? Anyways, this guy who sent this in to me was dating this girl for about a week and they had hit it off really well on the first date and so he had like started dating her thinking it was gonna go great, but even within a week of them dating he had just kind of gotten a very weird vibe. He happened to come from a family that, you know, had had some means to them, so he had some stuff that was a little bit nicer than the average bear. And I feel like everybody knows someone who's kind of in this situation, and I feel like it'd be really weird to point it out all the time or make it a big deal because I don't really know what you want them to do about it, and uh, it'd be uncomfortable if someone was always just telling someone, you know that your laptop cost X dollars, right? Like, that would just be mad bizarre. But whenever he would have something or, like, show her something, she would literally exclamate the price of it and try to shame him for having it. For example, he had gotten a new laptop for this year of college, and he had actually saved up and bought it. It had nothing to do with his parents, but he showed her it, and she was instantly like, That's a $2,000 laptop. What do you need that for? Ugh, no one actually needs a $2,000 laptop. That's so dumb, a $2,000 laptop. I bet your parents bought it for you. But with literally everything, if they went out to eat, what he would pick on the menu, she would just, uh, Oh, that cost da-da-da? Why would you even... And so after a week, he was just over it. That would get really, really, really boring and repetitive and annoying. Just constantly having someone trying to bring you down for making choices. And if there's anything that's more annoying than just trying to shame someone for, like, having good stuff... It's just shaming someone in general in public, especially someone that you're supposedly dating. Just embarrassing him at the restaurant for ordering what he ordered in front of the waitresses and waiters type of vibe. So he decides to end it because he was just very uncomfortable with the way everything was shaping up, and that's his right. You're more than happy to do whatever you gotta do, man. You don't like a relationship, you can just leave. So he had plans to break up with her, but she had invited him to this huge thing she had had planned for a while, so he decided to just kind of, like, go to that, because it would obviously suck to dump her right before, and break up with her later that week. And I don't really know how to feel about that. I don't know if that's better or worse, so I'm, I'm just indifferent. I'm not saying anything. But whatever, that was his plan. So they end up hanging out one more time before she has, like, this event that he's going to go to to support her. And the entire time they hang out, she's just complaining about her laptop, saying how it's gotten so slow and it's just crazy that she's expected to do schoolwork on it. And she's not doing it in a generally complaining way or genuinely, excuse me. You know when someone's just kind of venting to you and they're not asking you for help, but they're just kind of getting it off their chest? We all know what that sounds like. This was very much, oh, my laptop stinks. 
thinks if only someone had a laptop. Kind of pandering for him to offer a buyer a new laptop, and he just wasn't biting because it was obvious to him, and he was planning on breaking up with her and like after this event thing. So he just was not going to buy her a laptop. And she keeps complaining about the laptop and eventually works up the courage and looks at him and is like, you need to buy me a laptop. And he kind of laughs because he thought she was kidding. But she starts going off about how his parents have money and it's not fair that he got a new laptop and she didn't. They've only been dating for a week, by the way, and it's just not her parent. Like, what do you mean? It's not fair that his parents bought their kid a laptop and not you? He's not in charge of the credit card. He can't go to mom and dad and, like, demand another one. And why would these people who don't know you buy you a laptop? I just don't get it. Even if his parents are loaded, bro, hypothetically Bill Gates out here, you can't just expect someone to buy you a laptop, especially after you've been shaming him for having an expensive laptop. Oh, the $2,000 laptop, so stupid. I hate the $2,000 laptop. I hope it bursts into flames. You should get me a $2,000 laptop. I love things that spontaneously combust. And he instantly is like, no, I'm not going to buy you a laptop. I'm not going to ask my parents to buy you a laptop. And she gets pretty pissed off at that. Keeps saying how it's unfair and he just needs to be more reasonable. And he's doubling down saying like, no, it's uncomfortable that you would even expect me to buy you something like that. No. And she kind of drops it after they go back and forth for a bit. So he thinks it's over. And they ended up going over to one of her friend's houses to like watch a movie. And he fell asleep on the couch. And when he wakes up, his girlfriend is gone. And so he asks her friend, where did she go? And she says that she went back to his house. And he kind of gets some alarm bells ringing because he's like, she went back to my house but didn't wake me up. She just left me sleeping at her friend's house and went back to my house without me. So he goes home and just starts taking an inventory of everything. He just has a feeling. He doesn't know that she stole anything, but he just had a feeling to look around. And wouldn't you know it, his laptop is gone. Gone, gone, gone. It is missing. And he goes to call her to be like, hey, where's my laptop? And the phone call doesn't go through. So he tries to send a text, and the text doesn't go through. So he tries to go to social media and send a message, and he's been blocked. And I really don't know what her big brain play was here, like steal the laptop and block him and he just won't do anything about it. But he still knows you. He still knows your friends. He knows where you live. He knows you stole his laptop. What did you think he was going to see that you blocked him on everything and just be like, well, I guess it's hers now. If I feel like if anything, you would need to get your laptop back more. And it's more messed up that you convinced him that you guys were like dating to take his laptop. So now that he knows he's blocked, he just goes over to her house. And he knocks on the door and he hears her come to the door, look through the peephole and be like, "Ah, crap, it's him. And her roommate answers the door. And he says, you need to give me back the laptop over her shoulder. And her roommate tries to do the whole, oh, she's not here thing. And he's not buying it. He's like, I literally heard her voice. If you want someone to think you're not there, they can't see or hear you. That kind of goes against the whole disguise thing. So very quickly, he just starts making a scene yelling about how she stole his laptop. And because they're in, like, university housing, the walls are thin, so people start looking out their doors to see what's happening. And finally, she appears, and she says, oh, I was just borrowing the laptop. And he's just, at this point, ready to have his laptop back and just says, fine, you can borrow the laptop from somebody else because we're done. And instead of arguing with him or being surprised, which is what you would do if you were actually just borrowing the laptop, she was just like, fine, but please don't tell anyone about this. I'd be so embarrassed. And he's like, what, you'd be embarrassed that you pretended to date someone to try to steal their laptop? And she said, yes. 
And he said, yeah, well, I would be too. Because that's, that's just pretty weird, bro. With the amount of effort that went into getting this laptop, couldn't you have probably just gotten a job and saved up money to get a laptop? Maybe not a $2,000 one, that's fair. It was a nicer laptop, but I mean, like, how much work goes into convincing someone that you like them? Either way, he got his laptop back and just kind of dropped it after that. He didn't have to go to that event, and he, uh... Thankfully got his laptop back. I don't know. I don't think there's really a great ending to this story because he didn't do anything about it He probably should have just told the school or something. I, I don't know. I guess he has it back What would they have said? Oh, she took it, but you got it back, but you want us to do something They probably wouldn't have done anything, but still don't steal people's laptops You never expect it to be your own fam, man Hopefully not your fam. It's his girlfriend. Hopefully not your fam. We don't do Sweet Home Alabama here. So that was nuts, but I had another story sent in that I wanted to tell you guys as well. So this story takes place a while ago. The person who sent this to me is a little bit of a boomer. I'm not going to say how old they were. They told me, but I will say this. They were probably like my age when the Rubik's Cube was popping the first time back in the 80s. So by the time the 90s rolled around, they were well into adulthood and they had gotten a job that was like involved in teaching, but not teaching. They were the people that would go from school to school and observe for the district. Not like the principal observations, but like the district observers. And uh, it was the 90s, but like late 90s, early 2000s. And this school that they were observing at happened to be one of the first schools where the teachers had computers. And they were still big monstrosities, you know, like the 90s computer monitors where if you put it in the front of a street and a car hit it, I would honestly be concerned for the car more than the monitor. Like they just knew how to make technology back then. It could take a nuclear blast and keep on trucking. Those monitors were the blueprint for the Nokia phone. Uh, actually, little known fact for you. I made that up entirely, but if you want to repeat it and we can just make it internet true, that would be cool. Either way, they were uh, expecting to be pretty impressed with the teacher's teaching because they had this new technology, they had really asked for it, so when you beg for technology, then like they expect you to use it well. And so they go in and start observing this classroom and immediately it becomes clear to the observers that this particular teacher had been doing a whole lot of like, I don't know, not paying attention to the class and goofing off the computer instead of actually trying to control the class. Because now that the observers was there, he was doing his best to make it seem like he had really good control of the class, a good flow, knew what was going on. But he was just throwing out buzzwords to make it seem like it made any sense. He was a biology teacher and he would just be like, what is osmosis class? And they would just repeat back some scientific mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm, yes, very good, very good. So the observers immediately knew something was off. And the best thing that I'm thinking of as this person sent this to me and I'm reading it is kind of like School of Rock. You know when Jack Black is just, hmm, mathematics and things. Just very much that vibe. And so the observers do what the observers do, and they kind of pause the class, and they start asking the guy about his qualifications. And he says that he has a doctorate in biology from Columbia, which is a really good school. And even then, if you have a doctorate in biology, hopefully you're out, I don't know, curing diseases, whatever biologists do. I feel like having a doctorate in biology, I expect you to be more of a college professor than, I don't know, just a normal teacher. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you want to get a doctorate from Harvard in economics and go teach eighth grade, like more power to you, I guess. I don't know, it's just kind of weird to have a doctorate in biology and just kind of be chilling and also not know anything about biology. That was the other big red flag. Hmm. 
You're a biologist who doesn't know what osmosis is. Kind of weird. I feel like if you have a doctorate in biology, you just got that down. I don't really know what osmosis is. I, I really couldn't tell you. Who knows, bro? Is that even like a, a real thing? Okay, I just hit up Google. That's that stupid thing people try to do when they like sleep on a textbook and learn it. So he wouldn't know what osmosis is if he had a doctorate in biology because it's not real. But still, you guys get my point. He would know biology stuff about biology things. That was damn embarrassing. I'm not changing it because like whatever, I'm too far into the story, but I, I don't know. Why did he ask the kids what osmosis is if it's not biology, if he's got a doctorate? These are the questions we need answered. And uh, they ask him who his professor was at Columbia, because it just so happens that one of the observers has a brother that teaches in the biology department, so she knows a lot of professors there. And immediately, this teacher's face just freezes up, bro. Just scared, like panic, ah crap, I didn't expect anyone to ask any questions. And he immediately takes this old 90s monitor, just this big behemoth tough thing, and throws it off the desk. And it thunks onto the ground, breaks the tile it lands on, and then like cracks. And he just takes off running. And the observers are distracted and just like more concerned about the children in the class. So this guy takes off. And they're obviously mad confused because very rarely when you're observing a class and go, where did you go to school is the person's response to push a monitor off the desk and run. But whatever, he runs away. They start talking to the principal. Come to find out the guy was like, had a degree but not in biology and had lied about having a doctorate in uh, biology because he wanted this job because it was at like a good school. So the entire year he had just kind of been coasting, hoping for the best, kind of goofing off on the computer and whatnot, hoping no one would figure it out. I, I don't know. And the principal was like this really old man who was going to retire. So he was like, well, he told me he had a doctorate. Of course I was going to hire him. Just couldn't understand that someone would lie about it. I think now they vet people way, way more important to me, bro. Like, I, I don't know how long ago this was. I, like I said, late 90s, early 2000s. And it was a smaller school district. Like, it had money, but it wasn't ginormous. So maybe there used to be a lot less oversight. But I know now they can't do that, right? Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like now they've got to be background checking the teachers. That just kind of seems like a no-brainer. I've got to do, like, a, a, what, an entire screening to be able to go on an airplane. they got to pat me down, make sure I don't have any water bottles. But back in the 90s, teachers were just like, ah, I've got a doctorate. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. The guy obviously never came back to the school, which is just nuts to me, though. Like, the way that this guy sent me the story, too, was super casual, as if this was just a, a perfectly normal story time. I know people send stories into me that are crazy, but he didn't seem too worried about the fact that this dude just dipped out. And what's even, like, crazier to me is the fact that this guy now forever thinks that his uh, escape plan was super genius, and that's what let him escape. In his mind, I'll destroy this expensive piece of technology, and they'll be so shocked at my willingness to destroy it that they won't even dare chase me. The reality is, the people that work for the school district were a little more worried about the kids than the dude running out of the classroom when they realized you were lying about your degree. And the fact that they ended up finding out, like, he didn't come back, but he did have a degree, just not a degree for that. Why not just wait another year, bro? I don't know, I wouldn't even want to teach something that I don't have a degree in. If tomorrow somebody offered me a job, hey Ryan, you want to come teach geometry? Nah, man, the only geometry I'm familiar with is Dash, so I, I'm not going to be useful in teaching anything. I don't know, this one was wild. Don't, don't impersonate a teacher. School of Rock is not real life. Maybe this is the guy that Jack Black based the movie on. 
And this last one's kind of related, but I mean, it's different. I guess it takes place at a school that's like the most related piece. It's shorter, but when I tell you it's gonna make you have some secondhand cringe, I really mean it. I wanted to crawl inside myself and eat myself until I was a black hole after this. Gobble myself into a hole that is just so dense it breaks down and just starts eating everything around it because its mass is so just bleh. Like, that's how cringe this was. Alright, so the person who sent this to me at the time was working as, like, the office aide. You know, the person at school that just kind of runs papers around and it just kind of is free labor. If you think about it, school aides are just kind of breaking child labor laws because they're giving you a grade for it. Anyways, one of the things that they would do is just help the principal do, like, the morning announcements. And so on this morning, they went in there, the principal hits the button and starts doing the announcements, blah, blah, blah. Oh, remember, there's a football game. Oh, there's a pep rally. Don't forget to do your math homework, whatever principals do on the intercom. And at the end, he starts giving off these awards for student of the month, teacher of the month, that type of stuff. And he's reading off the list, and you can already tell in the way his voice is sounding, he doesn't care and doesn't want to be doing it. But the way the intercom system worked, you press the button, and the old one that they had had before for most of this principal's career had been more like of a hold button situation. You hold the button and you talk, but this one, it was a click toggle. So you would click it and it's on until you turn it off. So he pressed it the first time and had been holding it, gets to the end of the teacher of the month thing, lets go and thinks it's not going anymore, and immediately just starts talking crap about the teacher that just won teacher of the month. And not even just, oh, Roger never gives me my monthly reports on time. Saying that, like, this teacher sucks and it's no wonder that his marriage was falling apart. Just really mean stuff that a principal shouldn't be saying anyways. But especially should not be saying over the intercom. And the student aide ran back in and looked at them and started, like, waving their hands. And the principal was like, what? What are you trying to tell me? What? And they didn't want to say, you're on the intercom, because they thought that would make it worse. And so the guy keeps being like, what? What? Spit it out. And finally, the person who sent this to me, the student aide, goes, your intercom's still on. And the principal's face just turns beet red. Not even red, dude. More of like a deep purple with just the shame and embarrassment. Oh, the cringe, man. Like, imagine, obviously, you just shouldn't be talking crap about people's marriages in general. That's weird. But you especially imagine doing it and finding out you were holding the intercom. Oh, levels of cringe. And so he turns beet red, turns off the intercom, and then starts getting mad at, like, the the person for not telling him sooner. And so they say, well, I've told you before you have to click the button again, and I came and told you as soon as I could. I didn't know you were going to start talking crap as soon as you, like, stopped recording or doing the announcement. I guess it was live. There's no recording. Otherwise, they could have edited it. But obviously, she didn't expect this dude to just start going off about his teachers that just won Teacher of the Month. They can't be that bad of a teacher and that unbearable if you're giving them an award. Also just goes to show he has no hand in picking any of that. Probably has one of the office aides do it. They just draw names out of a hat. The student of the month this month is, they picked a random student. It just happens to be a kid who, like, just got arrested for armed robbery or something. The principal's going off about what a studious individual he is. Man, that man is so studious.
Either way, the principal got pissed and, like, demanded they bring back the old intercom system and kept trying to blame everyone else, and everyone just kept telling him, well, if you wouldn't have said what you said, it wouldn't have really been an issue. And he kept trying to downplay it, and what's worse is he never apologized to that teacher. Even if you don't like that teacher, you think he's a jerk, you think he's the reason his marriage is failing, I feel like saying all of that on the intercom, you have to apologize. Especially because you're nuts if you think no kid ever, like, used that against the teacher. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying they should have. But we all know the one kid that just always takes insulting the teacher way too far. Anytime that kid was in that class, Haha, your wife's leaving you! Like the mean kid from The Simpsons. That, that principal owed that man an apology, dude. But secondhand cringe just from the embarrassment of it all. Nuts, he didn't apologize, but I, I gotta stop it with the cringy story right there. That's gonna do it for the video, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed. I've been kind of enjoying doing these, like, longer videos with the shorter story times. I don't know, it just, uh, it's been fun again, kind of like back in the day. So if you guys like them, let me know in the comment section. If you want me to go back to just long videos, I can do that. But I'm having fun with it, so uh, let me know what keeps y'all interested in. But before you guys click off, be sure to press the like button and comment. If you don't know what to comment, just comment your favorite Pokemon, alright? Your favorite Pokemon. It's simple, just type it. If you want to listen to the story times, I do post them on Spotify. Feel free to check it out. Link down below. And on that note, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And I'll see you guys next time. I'm out.